Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 187 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is a self-guided learner who has moved into the quality advocate section of the tech world with Lightning Fox. Having previously worked in a wide range of business operational roles, she is now able to leverage her experiences with supporting customers in her new role. She is also a fan of learning and has a passion for connecting people to resources that will foster improvements. So welcome to the podcast, Arlene Andrews. Hello there. Thank you so much for having me. It's quite an honor to be on the podcast and to connect with all of you out there. Arlene, I understand um, that obviously you've made a bit of a transition into uh, the tech and the IT industry. Could you perhaps give us a little bit of an understanding of what you did before that? A little bit of everything. I started out doing telephone sales and soliciting. It's been a few years, everyone, back in the 1980s, back when it wasn't quite as toxic as it is now, and have done a little bit of HR, a little bit of headhunting, quite a lot of customer service. I worked at a stop for over-the-road vehicles for a little while, and worked remotely with the absolute best team I ever have worked with. We had people from the Philippines and Malta and now northern Macedonia and here in the States. Right. And obviously, you took a decision at some point to transition into the tech industry. How long ago was that? It was about Christmas of 2016. My son had gone back to college to get into the ethical hacking and said, you used to do this. Why don't you pick it up and we'll study along together? And I went ahead and did that. Did a lot of the free resources for that, uh, primarily free code camp and the CS50 from edX. After that, I found the podcast and the Slack for coding blocks and found a wonderful, supportive group of people, one of whom kicked me quite firmly and said, take a look at this white paper, I think you'd fit in there, and it was on testing and quality advocacy, and I felt like I'd come home. There's people out there that that think the way I do and that have the passion to get good products out promptly. Yeah. Okay. We're going to come back to that maybe a little bit later, and I'll ask you when we get to the quick fire round. So if we move now into some of the other sort of general questions from the the interview set. So, Arlene, can you perhaps share with us a top career tip, maybe one that 
people don't know and should? I think my top career tip is one that is neglected. Be interested in everything. Find resources and be willing to trade them. You never know when you will find a colleague or maybe a future boss from being able to talk to and look at things from different perspectives. So in terms of how you do that yourself, obviously being able to know enough about everything can be quite a challenge. (laughs) How, How do you do that? A lot of it is just being curious. Someone is mentioning earlier today the ways that C-sharp and JavaScript are different from each other. I wasn't familiar enough with that section of it, so that's on my plans to study this afternoon. So, Arlene, can you perhaps tell us about your worst career moment and what you learned from that experience? Oh, dear. I'm already blushing. (laughs) Uh, My worst career moment was, unfortunately, recently, I found out that a company I had worked for is now being investigated for major fraud that happened right as I left. What it's taught me is to be a little bit more cynical on the future plans you know, the boss was able to sell me as, yes, this is a grand startup. This is what we're doing. And then it turned out that he couldn't provide what he'd said. So I'm a little bit more cynical, a little bit more willing to go. That sounds pretty unreasonable <laughs> to do in, in this time frame. So go take a look and ask questions. Yes. Yeah, so a bit of due diligence from your own side before you actually commit to something. Correct. Okay, so moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps tell us about your highlight or greatest success? I think that is going to be having the honor to work on a group project with the folks from Coding Block Slack. They took someone's idea and ran with it, and I have been somewhat active and need to get more active in adding tests to the project and using ideas and making it something that is a really valuable resource for those out there. How do you feel in terms of your contribution? I am the turn eternal new person. My imposter syndrome says I know very little, if anything. So getting to work on a project of this scale with people around the world to make something that is useful and fun and to learn about the decisions behind it is both a educational opportunity to learn a few more of those learn everything you can areas and the feeling of contribution to something larger than yourself is one of my delights 
Yeah, absolutely. I can understand that, definitely. So Arlene, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? The fact that we have so many people from so many different fields either coming in as a second career or, like myself, a self-educated person, that we are going to provide companies and businesses a way to look at what they're offering and what they can do that will serve more people efficiently. We've really got a lot of small things that, you know, they cover their own little niche. Maybe with the influx of new people, we can expand that niche to get a consistent format across similar businesses. For example, optometry and medical. So someone coming in to one profession can carry over their knowledge of how to work with this equipment from the other. Yeah, that's it. That's interesting. I just wonder how much, given how fast tech changes, that will actually continue to be the case. It's either going to continue fragmenting or it's going to become like Android and iOS, something that feels familiar yeah. across many areas. I'm hoping for the latter. Yeah, right. Start trying to figure out a different layout system for when the Internet of Things happens for your refrigerator and, and your cooktop are going to be something that isn't very practical. Okay, we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. Are you ready for this? I am. So what first attracted you to a career in IT? I started out on a VIC-20 computer, and getting this little box to do what I told it when things weren't always going the way I wanted elsewhere in my life was an absolute utter delight. Since then, I've discovered, due to circumstances, that we're going to have to have some level of assistance with the amount of elderly people that we have there's going to need to be some way that you can continue working and still keep an eye on your relatives and make sure that they're safe yeah so things are changing and getting to to that level where you know that if Someone can't get into their medication or whatever because it's not the right time. You aren't going to come home to find someone that's overdosed because they weren't paying attention to what time it was. Things like that really excite me. Okay, and what is the best career advice you've ever received? <laughs> that would be my every day, so why don't you go try it? that I hear from all of my online friends. Yes. I hear that a lot. You know, hey, this is a great idea. Well, go do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, 
Conversely, what is the worst career advice you've ever received? That would be my college education. I was convinced against my will that being the traditional 1950s secretary was going to be a pathway to a career at one company, leading from my first job all the way to retirement. Right. But honestly, <laughs> honestly, for, for an IT career, being able to get locked into one pattern of thought, I see that a lot with some of the older classes for front-end development, you get locked into one way of looking at how to do things. And that simply isn't going to work. You know, if you get an ES5 JavaScript class and then try, then try and go into a React job, you're not going to know very much of what's going on. No, that's true. Yep. The next question might not be relevant, but we'll give it a go anyway. Um, if you were to begin your IT career again in today's world, what would you do? Start 20 years earlier. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, we have people of my age range. I'm a grandmother, so I see this a lot. We have people that are still frightened of computers and what they we need to be able to encourage people to explore, but safely. Yeah. There's a lot of security issues that could be brought a little bit more to the fore. And a lot of the parent and teacher supervision to make sure that people are learning how to do this safely. So... Start young and start safe. Yep, good advice. And what career objectives are you currently focusing on? Oh, good. I get to give them their shout out. I <laughs> have been honored to get a potential job interview with Willow Tree Applications. And I'm really looking forward to talking with them. I'm applied at a lot of different companies. As I've said on Twitter, I'm doing this backwards. I have the delight of being here on this podcast. I have my blog that has gotten some attention. I've been accepted to speak at a couple conferences. Now I need a job to make sure that I can continue making value for the community. Yes. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Short story writing. Getting the ability to find points and communicate them in a way that makes you want to read has been very valuable. So being able to convey a message in a particular way. And a way that is fun and that other people can pull what you need. For example, a business person can look at that and go, oh, okay, we need to do this because this business objective isn't being met. And a developer can go, okay, 
we need to form the application this way so people can use it to do this things. Getting the story so people can pull what they need from it all in one shot is a delight. And what do you do to keep your own career energized? Listen to your podcast and <laughs> right. contribute back to the community. Yes. I love being on some of the developer-focused slacks because I can hear what some of their issues are, what some of their problems are, and being constantly curious, I can say, oh, hey, I read a blog about that the other day, and then when they find something they think might interest me, they return the favor. Yeah, that's good. And what do you do in your spare time away from technology? I read and I write and I do knitting. I try and walk. My TV watching and movie watching times are put aside right now for trying to get some things done. But being out and being with people and reminding myself of why we are doing this. Why does technology exist? The smile from a young person at a nearby table as they get a high score on a phone game is an absolute delight. <laughs> yeah. And Arlene, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT Career Energizer audience? Keep doing what you're doing. Make sure you expand it to cover all of the bases that might be there and stay curious. Yeah. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? I'm working on my website for the business. It's not quite ready yet. But I do have a blog at DevTO, Arlene Andrews. I think it will be in the show notes. Yes. As along with my portfolio. And hopefully I will see some of you at either Develop Denver or the Agile Conference in September in Denver. Yes. Excellent. Arlene, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great talking to you. And it has been an honest pleasure to be with you. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening in to today's episode and to my guest's career tips, advice and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. And a quick reminder that the show has now three episodes every week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show to get new episodes automatically downloaded. Also, don't forget to join the IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. You'll get to engage with other like-minded people, get to find out more about upcoming guests and other episodes and can get involved in the future direction of the podcast. It really is a great pleasure to be able to talk to so many inspirational people from across the industry and to be able to share their stories and advice with you. 
Thanks for listening. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.